Hello, welcome to the podcast Behind the Music. I am Bridget Devon, your host, and today I'm very excited to welcome Amy Zwart of Girls Rock Milwaukee. Girls Rock is on a mission to empower individuals of marginalized identities and diverse experiences through music education and performance. They offer um, a couple camps, their Girls Rock Camp, as well as their Ladies Rock Camp. Uh, the uh, youth camp is about one week long and for all skill levels, they um, kids come in and they learn an instrument, they form a band, write a song and perform on stage for friends and family. And the uh, ladies adult rock camp is similar. It's just a more intensive Friday through Sunday camp. I'm very excited to have Amy on to share about uh, their journey in scaling their business and learning about what it's like uh, having a musical camp. Amy, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. So can you share with us a little bit about yourself and how Girls Rock Milwaukee got started? So Girls Rock, we're actually celebrating our 10th anniversary this year, and we're having our first fundraising big gala to celebrate that with the community, former campers and, you know, current campers as well. So we're really excited about that. Um, Girls Rock is a nationwide, even international program. So there's Girls Rock Alliance and we are affiliated with them, but each Girls Rock and some are renamed to, you know, different names like We Rock throughout the country, but are kind of a syndicate of that. So our founders um, learned about this in Chicago and then came back to Milwaukee and we're like, we need to get this going here. So it was a very grassroots movement, a very grassroots like upbringing. And we've just continued to formalize as a nonprofit and grow and expand. And that brings us to today. Um, my involvement is I was a ladies rock camper after going to a distillers show, somebody was tabling at the show and I walked up and started, you know, chatting with these amazing volunteers that were um, the point people at the time and was like, what? This is the coolest thing I've ever heard of. I was so jazzed, obviously, on the concert that was going on, but the idea of putting yourself out there so in such a like vulnerable and big way was immediately appealing. And I knew nobody, nobody involved, no other campers going and went and had the best time ever. And that was in 2019. Like it was literally life-changing. It was such a um, profound, beautiful, fun, transformative experience. So from that, I immediately became a band coach at the following Girls Rock Camp that was happening the next week and loved every minute of that too. Um, after that, I joined the board and then when we were looking to add our first three part-time staff, I applied for the program director position. And here we are about one year into my role as the program director. Fantastic. Oh my gosh. I absolutely love, um, I love your journey with that. And I think one of the things to highlight too, is that the, the jumping into it, right. Um, and, and how, you know, yeah, maybe sometimes we won't know all the people, but um, it can be really uh, fruitful when we jump into something. And and now you're a program director for uh, an organization that has had such a big impact. I think that's beautiful. Um, 
As program director, can you share, so, and can I ask how long um, you've been program director? About a year. Okay, about a year. So one of the things I, I, I get curious about is what kind of changes you've seen in the industry. I was curious if um, either you had some thoughts on that of what you've seen in like the camp world over the last year, or just, um, you know, a little bit about what it's like being in um, working as a program director. Well, I have to say, like, I think many people that are involved in community organization have seen a lot of changes in just the dynamics like post COVID. Mm -hmm. So I was involved with camp for just one year before COVID and like the interactions and the way we went about things are, you know, in big and little ways, like sometimes just very subtle, but important ways like camp has changed because of how we are interacting with people, the different expectations that we have of ourselves and, and others. And, um, I think that it's hard to put into words what that exactly looks like, but educators and community organizers and everybody like feels this kind of palpable difference. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. And, you know, we'll see how things evolve over time. Uh, but there's, you know, things have changed post COVID. Uh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, but it's great that the camp is still, so you're, you'll, ha you have your summer camps coming this summer, correct? Yes, we have two um, rounds of Girls Rock coming up in July. Fantastic. So um, can you share with us a little bit about how you get the word out to the community about um, your camps? Um, social media is a big player for that. Word of mouth also. Milwaukee, we call it small walkie <laughs> because <laughs> it is a city, but it is a very small city. And it is definitely that like one degree of separation for a lot of people. So word of mouth and social media have been our main tools for marketing, um, obviously our email lists and everything as well. Um, we do the standard flyering, but we're mm -hmm. always definitely looking for new ways to market, to reach into audiences that we want to serve. So this year we did um, join a couple kind of family planning camp planners, you know, where they mm -hmm. put their us in their directories. And that's really just excellent way to reach out to anybody that's looking for summer camps. And then, you know, with that, hopefully the parents will see and be interested in something like Ladies Rock, which we only hold once a year. And that already happened for this year. But in 2024, that might look different, too. But yeah. marketing is always like a tricky element because we are a camp that once you experience it, you're like, ah, I get this. I get what's going on here. What, what the empowerment mission is rather than just having this like direct, straightforward, we're working on instrument instruction. We want to be able to give the full picture of what we are, but that's not usually just kind of in a tagline capability. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just when people can, it, it's almost like the demonstration of what you're offering is that big impact. And, and the challenge is like, with promotion is communicating that because you can't through paper, you know? So the question is like, how do you, <laughs> how do you communicate? Now you guys do a lot of videos. Um, that's, that seems like a great way to show people, you know, um, what it's like at camp. Yeah, definitely. Video is a, is a big friend of ours and the showcases too are probably the best way for people to come see what we're all about. Like you, 
I always say if you need even like an ounce of, or if you're working on just an ounce of serotonin, like come to one of our showcases and your cup will be all the way filled. It is so amazing watching these kids (laughs) and also adults, like for their showcases, go up there and just know what they have like worked through and watch the dynamics and the change and like all this growth right in front of you. And it's just crazy fun and uplifting. So most everybody that comes to our showcase is like, yes, how can I be involved? Signing everybody up. Here we go. Rock on. I love it. I love that. Where do you um, normally uh, host your showcases? Um, The girls rock are at Turner Hall Ballroom and the ladies rock has varied throughout the years. Very cool. Um, so it's something that is open to the public for them to come and, and check out. Yes. And that is something that we are continuing to like work on as an organization because, you know, obviously family and friends yeah. come and are invited and know about it. And the campers, you know, part of the um, content, part of the workshops, part of like our format is merch and promotion that they Mm -hmm. work through. So they make their own flyers and they're encouraged to go out and share. And, you know, so it's on their socials, they're talking to their communities and everything like that. But yes, we need to continue to expand. Like this is open to the public, like for, you know, our $10 suggested donation, you will not have a better way to spend an hour and a half of your time. Oh my gosh. We, um, so you're part of the camp process. Um, the, the campers are learning how to develop their own merch and promote the showcase. Yeah, definitely. Let me tell you a little bit about the programming. Yes. So, um, obviously you gave the little summary of like what camp is. So they come lot, we have a range, you know, specifically I'll speak to girls rock from eight to 16 year old, Um, kids that come to camp and they get to pick two instruments and from those two we assign them one and we create the bands for them so it's five people in each band we got bass keyboard drums guitar and vocals and so they'll have their individual instrument instruction with that and then they take those tools and they bring them back to band practice and then they have to craft the song over these couple of days that they will perform at Turner Hall Ballroom. So with that, we're working on, you know, not only the instrument instruction, but also the collaborative communication of being able to formulate and write a song. Like what style do they want to do? What do they want the lyrics to be like? Who's doing what? Is everybody singing? Is one person singing? Are we doing everybody gets a solo? Who knows, you know? And a lot of times these kids have never touched these instruments you know, we have varying skill levels, but it's still, you know, pretty minimal for most. And then Mm -hmm. um, they might not know anybody else in their band either. So they really have to work out this conflict resolution, this, um, you know, nonviolent communication, like what does this all look like the frustration and the band coaches are there to like hold space and help facilitate the conversations. But we really leave it in the hands of the kids. Like, in in a productive way for them to like flesh this out and like have it be their own like the band coaches are not writing songs they might have a little input or give tidbits like here and there but the kids are doing this on their own and then um outside of that throughout the day we have different workshops so we have songwriting workshops in the beginning of the week to kind of like give them that structure but also the freedom of all the different styles of music and all the different styles of like writing 
processes and those types of things. Like it could be as simple as like singing a punk rock song about a banana for three minutes. <laughs> Or you can, yeah, you can have some ballad about a very emotional thing or, you know, like a rap, like we really cross everything. Like the kids are open to doing whatever. So we kind of just keep reiterating that you have the space for this to be your process. We have all the space in the world. Like there is no wrong way to do any of this, but you got to work together like at the end of the day. So is that going to mean like different yeah. segments of a song? So we got the songwriting and then we go into like send kind of some core values of like, what's the most important thing for you. So we have like a values and identity type workshop. All of this is of course geared to children. So it's like made very interactive and um, reflective and from eight to 16, that's like a pretty broad age range for emotional intelligence and, you mm-hmm. know, communication skills and all of that. So we do split the campers up throughout the day, like in the bands, they could be, you know, eight and 16 year olds together, like type mm-hmm. of thing. There's no, uh, standard format for that, but like in the workshops throughout the day, we do kind of take the younger and then the older a little bit separate. So then they have a chance to, um, get to know other campers that might be more in their age range and just, you know, switching it up, but also then that the workshops can be a little more tailored to the specific ages too. And then we get into merch, we get into band promotion, we get into flyers and crafting, we get into stage um, presence. Um, It's called Brave on Stage. Mm -hmm. We get into music history And then we do get into different things within the music industry besides just being in a band or besides just being a songwriter or, you know, like besides doing the standard band format like we're doing at camp, like all the other different things. Like we have music librarians that come in and speak to that job. We have um, different artists, booking agents, venue management, you know, all sorts of different people throughout the community that come in. So that's another huge part of it is the community is tied within to camp. So the campers are like immersed within the Milwaukee music scene just by being at camp. They've had this exposure to the individuals that are running the show in these different venues and in these different ways. I I am so like amazed at how um like how many points you this camp is helping kids get experience in because yes you know at, like performing you know playing an instrument and those are really important sides of the of of being a performing um, artist, but to touch on like developing merch, promoting, and those can be like challenging things that can take a band a while to do. And those are like skills that can help you in just so many different areas of life. Um, I love it. I I just, I absolutely (laughs) love what you you guys are doing. (laughs) It's jam packed. That's for sure. Yeah. It must be so much fun. If I were a kid, I would love that. I have never been a kid at our camp, but watching them all, they're having a good time. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I do Um, have a nine-year-old daughter who was a camper for the first time last year. So that's the closest that I've gotten as a personal camper. But they, yes, the campers have a great time. And they have a lot of, like, 
autonomy at camp too. Like they, this is their time and their space. And I really, you can see them from day one coming in, being kind of nervous. Like we do have return campers too, but especially the newbies. I'm like, Oh, I don't know about all this. Like, what is all of this? This is, they're asking a lot, like to write a song and perform it. Like that's a very daunting thing on Monday morning. And then you see even by like Wednesday, like the confidence changes, Mm. like how they're engaging with their surroundings and their instrument instructors and their own instrument. And like then to Friday to Sunday, like these kids bloom. It is so fun to watch. Oh, I love that. You know, I, I only went to one camp that uh, in high school, it was a leadership camp. And I remember going through that flow where it's scary at first, but then you build that confidence around all these other kids, like, you know, like-minded and learning leadership skills. And it was one of the best like experiences I had in school. Um, And this just sounds like such a great camp experience for kids. And, you know, who knows of them, like who, who's actually going to take that and, and, and start a band with their friends after camp um because we we you know the world needs live music um i love that so as, as we're coming to the end i'd love to hear about your vision for um girls rock in the next year or um you know into the future i'd just love to hear what you envision for girls rock And then i'll start with the next year so in the next year what we're working on is having our year-round programming so like I spoke to earlier, our showcases, we have so much energy and momentum and just engagement and everybody is so into it. But then the limiting factors after that kick in of, you yeah. know, maybe financial, maybe not having the uh, for the space to practice, maybe not having the instruments. So we're working on launching very shortly, actually, a year round gear rental program so that campers can, and we're going to do it in the membership subscription type format. So it'll just be a really small yearly fee. And if that is not even something that people are able to do, like nobody will be denied access for lack of funds, but then they can have a continual source for practice. You know, they do not have to do the 200 up to thousands of dollars investment to get the instruments like we will be able to work with them and do the gear rental and then also a practice space we're going to have practice hours at a local venue um, where bands can come or individuals can come and practice so be as loud as they want meet collaborate have that time and space set aside and dedicated and hopefully that will like continue we've had bands come out of camp and be successful that have been together and made albums and you know done tours and whatnot so we want to continue to be able to foster that and so that will be for our children's programming and also for our adults programming which is just really exciting too because then for adults same thing but if you know on Tuesdays at 5 30 there's an open space that you can sign up for with your friends to come practice you're a lot more likely to do that than try to figure out all the logistics Oh my gosh. Um, Absolutely. I love that. Really excited about that. And then, like I said, our 10 year anniversary. So we're kind of growing as a nonprofit and reaching bigger for bigger plans in a lot of different directions, but we know that it takes money to do that. So we're working on how we're going to partner within our community to be able to grow and fundraise and 
help the music education and just like equity for all musicians and artists through throughout our community. I love it. Oh my gosh. Well, um, uh, I, I'm very excited about what you guys are doing at Girls Rock. And before we go, Amy, can you share with us how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like for people to know about Girls Rock? Well, to stay connected with, with us, our website is girlsrockmke.org. And my email is amy at girlsrockmke.org please feel free to reach out with any interest you have whatsoever. We're growing in so many different directions. We're always looking for ways to collaborate and support. Um, And then we do have a subscription program for donations. You know, there's monthly different levels that people can come in at. And as far as just things to know about us that were not mentioned is that we are in major growth mode. We're looking to expand camps. We want to potentially even rebrand our name because we are an all-inclusive camp and we want to our name to reflect that. Fantastic. Well, um, Amy, this has been uh, very inspiring. I, I just, I, I, I love the program that you have there. And for anyone listening, definitely check out their website. Um, and you have a YouTube channel. There's um, just great videos to get a sense of what the showcases are like and what the camps are like for kids and for adults. And, um, you know, this is a nonprofit, so donations are welcome. So definitely reach out and, um, and keep uh, Girls Rock on your mind. They are out in Milwaukee. And Amy, thank you so much for your time. I so appreciate it. Of course. Thank you so much.